0: Hello everyone, welcome to today's episode on Yoli's Podcast. Yeah, it's been a while, um, we had a little break, apologies for that. We were trying to set up some things and um, I had I had issues with my device, I had to fix it up as fast as possible. But don't worry, we're back and we're fully loaded. Okay, today's episode is going to be a very interesting one, and I will please want to plead with you on something. Please try to share your list podcast in every single way you can. You wouldn't know who you're trying to reach out to through this medium. You wouldn't know who needs to listen to someone who needs an advice in his or her relationship or even marriage, all right? let's try our possible best to share like and follow your This podcast we're also trying to go on youtube and then once that is done i'll notify every one of us here on this platform to go straight to youtube and um, every of our devices every of our messages will be on youtube but till then let's continue to listen through Anchor or Spotify, all right? Today's episode is going to be God's plan for relationship or marriage. I'll be taking us a little while into the Bible to know um, how God has planned, how we should go through in our relationship. Or even in our marriage the question is always what is God's plan and today we'll be looking at some of his plans that he has for us okay now first of all God considers marriage to be an agreement between a husband and a wife as well as a commitment between the couple and him he expects us to dedicate ourselves to the relationship and recognize, recognize our responsibilities, our duties, and loyalties both to our spouse and to Him. I have tried to go through the Bible, and I was able to bring out three purposes. Okay, for God's plan for us, for marriage and for relationship. Now these three purposes will give our marriage a sense of direction, internal stability, and a stamp of God's design. If we can mirror through these three purposes and boil it down to our day-to-day life, in our marriage, in our homes, in our relationship, I, I think we'll be able to get a clear picture of God's plan for us. now one mirror God's image number one mirror God's image After God created the earth and the animals, he said, let us make man in our image according to our likeness and let him rule over the fish of the sea and over the birds of the sky and over the cartoon, over all the earth and over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. This account continues. God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him male and female. He created them. Genesis 1 26 to 27 God's first purpose for creating man and woman and joining them in marriage was to mirror his image on earth now the Hebrew word for mirror means to reflect God to magnify exalt and glorify him so your marriage should reflect God's image to the world People who are not really, or people who don't have Christ in them, when they see your marriage, it should give them an idea or should give them this notification that actually God is involved, right? Because your marriage reflects God's ordinance, because we're created in the image of god people who wouldn't otherwise know what god is like should be able to look at us and get a glimpse people should look at your home and find it as an example on how to work on their own homes and make it a better place to live marriage is sweet marriage is loving why because it is ordained by God, so no marriage involved in God I mean, God being involved in that marriage should be regretful. I'm trying to say, no one should be in a relationship in a marriage relationship and regret being in that marriage. And you are saying you have Christ in that marriage. Have Christ in your marriage. Reflect God's image in your marriage. And see how things will flow for you. Because you are His image. You're reflecting Him. So He always projects the home in a better place. Purpose number two, to complete each other and experience companionship. Remember, the first p- plan that God has for us for marriage or relationship is to mirror his image. And we read Genesis 1:26 26-27. And number two, purpose is to complete each other and experience companionship. Now, scripture, like, scripture clearly outlines a second purpose for marriage. To mutually complete each one another, you know. That's why God said, it's not good for a man to be alone. I'll make him a helper suitable so for him. Genesis 2, 18. Now, reading First Corinthians 11, 11. He says, however, in the Lord, neither is a is woman independent of man, nor is man independent of woman. Let me take you back a little. Adam felt isolated in the garden, and so God created woman to eliminate his loneliness. Right into the first-century church in Corinthians, Paul echoed the teachings in Genesis two, yeah, where he asserted, however, in the Lord, neither is woman independent of man nor is man independent of woman i was convinced that barbara was the one because i sensed that she could complete me as well as the wonderful companion all right now this is a little story that i'm gonna give to you concerning completing one another there is no one that has been created to complete you like. There's no one that has been created to, to, to be perfect. Alright? To so complete your imperfectness. Some people do say, I'm looking for the perfect woman. I'm looking for the perfect man. Bros, trust me. There is no perfect person on earth. Because if they were, it wouldn't be a few. It would be probably everyone that have been perfect. There is no perfect person on it. What you do is to find someone you have peace of mind with. You are happy with. And try to be nice. Try to be loving. Try to be caring. Alright? Now, when you bring out these attributes, everyone has their bad parts and everyone has their loving parts. Including you that is looking for the perfect person. When you actually do this, you tend to see that the bad parts of that person actually will be reduced to the barest minimum. Why? Because the person is loved, he or she is cared for, needs have been met, you know? You work hard together, you do things together, you don't neglect one another. You try to put yourselves in place of the other, you know? You're trying to make everything comfortable for the next person. You're committed to this thing. You communicate. That is how to bring yourselves together. There is no perfect person. Alright? Because if you actually see someone that beautiful, gorgeous, smart, intelligent, you know everything, everything, everything is perfect. There is one thing that you will finally find in that person that will make that person imperfect. Alright? So, the purpose for a relationship that God has for us is to complete one another. We cannot be complete alone. We complete ourselves. Being, being together, being joined together completes us. Alright? And that's where Genesis 2 a thing. Alright? Now, the third purpose, the third purpose, multiply a godly legacy. Now, I'm going to read Matthew 28, 18 to 20. Multiply a godly legacy. A line of godly descendants, which is your children, will carry a reflection of God's character to the next generation. Your plans for children may still be in the future. But if he gives you a child, you'll be you'll be in for an amazing adventure. How do I know? Mean? God's original plan called for the home to be a sort of greenhouse, a nurturing place, alright? Place your children grow to learn characters, value, and integrity. Too many couples today seem to be raising their children without a sense of mission and direction. Multiply a godly legacy. Matthew 28 18 said something and I would like us to read it. Matthew 28 18 to 20. Okay, it said Jesus drew near and said to them, I have been given all authority in heaven and on earth, go then to all peoples everywhere and make them my disciples baptize them in the name of the father the son and the holy Holy spirit and teach them to obey everything i have commanded you and i will be with you always to the end of age teach your children a godly way integrity values characters they are very important them to grow in a godly legacy bring them to christ teach them the way of the lord you see a lot of children right now lose those values because the mission has been has just been interrupted the mission of training those children was not there the vision was not there There was no sense of mission or direction at all when they were trained they are not being impacted the importance of leaving a spiritual legacy or changing their lifestyle to a better one they are not evaluating their lives in the light of great commission according to Matthew twenty eight eighteen, remember christ commands us to preach the gospel to all nations they are not being taught to those values as parents teach your children the way they should grow and when they are old they will not depart from it One of the assignment is to impart a sense of destiny a spiritual mission to your children your responsibility as a parent is to make your home a place where your children learn what it means to love and obey god your The home where these children grow should be the home of a a training center to equip these children to look at the needs of people and the world through the eyes of Jesus Christ. Your marriage is far important than you may have ever imagined because it affects God's reputation on this planet, on this earth that's why it's essential for you to set Jesus Christ as the builder of your home that's why it's important to set him on the top of your home three purposes three good purposes mirror God's image whatever you do as a family reflects God in you reflects him in your home complete one another there is no perfect person you are to complete me i am to complete you that is how we become perfect that's how we become one adam was there alone but eve came along to complete him and that was why he said the bones of my bones the ribs of my ribs i have found the Bible says, "He that finds a wife finds the good things and obtains favor from God." To tell you the importance of marriage. Now, third, multiply a godly legacy. Don't bring in children. Don't bring up children that will bring disgrace to you. Train a child the way it should go. Proverbs, have, Proverbs, keep saying it. I kept hearing these things. I kept hearing this particular verse of the Bible when I was a child. Train a child in the way it should go. When he is old, he will not depart from it. That is why our homes is where the child learns to be obedient or learns to be disobedient. It all depends on how you train the child. But the purpose and the plan for relationship and marriage, God's plan for it, is that we will multiply a godly legacy. Now, think about it if we reflect God's image, if we complete one another's comp- uh, uh, and experience companionship and multiply godly legacies. Now, tell us why won't our homes be as sweet as honey? Why won't we have everything that we request from our Father, which is out in heaven? You know, I keep saying it and I'll keep saying it. Marriage, love, they are true when they come from the heart. Because the Father who isn't in heaven has loved us truly and is expecting that we love Him so much because the Bible says, love the Lord with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, with all thy strength. Love the Lord. That is why the greatest commandment on earth today is love and love. Love. Genuine love. Love unconditionally. Love right. Love in the correct way. So if you're about to go into a relationship, I will advise you to follow God's plan for your relationship. Do the right thing. Don't make mistakes. Try to avoid anything that will make you to sin against God when you're going into this relationship because there will be so much temptation. If you're in a marriage, your home, try to follow these legacies of God, try to follow these plans God has for us. Try to mirror God's image. Pray together. Spend time with His Word. Bring Him in in, in all that concerns you, the home. Let God know. Tell Him a situation. Talk to Him. You know, talk to Him like you talk to your, your your wife. Talk to Him like you talk to every other person. You know, He's your father. My Papa David Debray will keep saying that He's your father. As a father, will you go and meet me that, that the police, they say we should pay school fees. There's a way he used to say it. Because you know he's your father. You go to him. That my school fees is so, 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 you just call your mom. My school fees is 20,000 a year. They say I should bring the money to school. As, an, as a child, you've said it and you know your father is going to pay the money. You don't even know how he's going to do it because you know he's your father. And because, you know, your father loves you, you know, he's going to pay. That, so that's, that's the kind of heart and, and faith we should have when, we, when we're speaking to our father who is in heaven. Okay? We communicate with him. Father, your daughter is here. I need your help on this. Holy Spirit, guide me through this. I want to share testimony with you. For the past one week, I have been down, all right? But the Holy Spirit, which is my comforter, has actually been helping me. And when I got to realize that it was the Holy Spirit, I fell on my knees and I cried just to say, God, take all the glory. Because I wouldn't have been able to do what I did for the, one, for the past one week. I wouldn't have been able to do it on my own. And I realized that before I started, each day, I called on God. I was like, Father, today has come. Help me. Holy Spirit, direct. Whatever business I'm going to do today, show me favor. You know, I speak some words into it and I found out that it's supposed to be stressful, it's supposed to be like oh my god, supposed to be hell, but the help of the Holy Spirit made everything easy. Even people to today are shocked that I was able to To work for one week on my own without asking for help, and they say it's me, like ah, she's strong, and I tell them at that point instantly it is not me, it is the Holy Spirit, but they don't understand. Understand? But I thank God because having the Holy Spirit to work with me. In my office was the best thing I've ever experienced. Very nice, very sweet, very enjoying, lifting. You took away my burdens and gave me lighter to carry. Now imagine bringing God into your own home. How sweet it could be! How loving it would be. Brethren, I urge us today to call upon God at every single point in time allow the holy spirit which he has sent down to us to comfort us in every way the holy spirit is right there with you he's in you he's for you and is with you call upon the holy spirit and he will direct your paths he will help you just let him in he's ready at any point in time to assist you in all that you do as far as you give God all the glory because all the glory belongs to God and not to man alright so we've come to the end of today's episode our orders to always remember to pray alright and um, we thank God that um, the year is going and um, we'll continue to pray for ourselves and everyone and um, I'll plead with us to continue to listen to Yuli's podcast for new episodes please turn on the notification bell to get new episodes whenever I drop um, a new episode, please next week episode is going to be nice and loving and going to be very very learnful because you're going to learn from it, alright we've talked about A whole lot of episodes. Like 4 to 5 right now. And. um, I pray that the Holy Ghost. Will continue to help us. And guide us throughout. These episodes. That will speak through the Holy Spirit. Amen. (laughs) Alright. See you guys next week on Yulis Podcast. Um, It will be delightful to. Get your comments. Get your prayers. And um, I wish to pray with one or two people who also need God's um, protection on them. The Holy Spirit in them. Alright? See you guys next week. And um, God bless you. God bless your home. God bless all that you do. And make it fruitful. Amen. Bye.